Christ is risen. The mercy cannot be contained. Christ is risen. The mercy cannot be contained. Christ is risen. The mercy cannot be contained. We're so glad you're here. We're so happy we don't have to have another Easter without bodies present, without your voices, without all the life that you bring. So thank you so much for being here for the Feast of the Revolution. And also, how great is it to hear live music? <laughs> we're so grateful to have Band Music Cafe, accordion orchestra here playing for us today. It's fantastic. I mean, this is a little weird. It is a little bit, you know, we've never really done this quite like this before, but we're grateful for the opportunity. And let's be honest, it's always a little awkward and weird with us. <laughs> so, now we want to just say a couple of things. So, for the awkward and the weirdness, during the communion, what we're going to do is we are going, we have the elements right there, and there's one of these little Single serving. Single serving. That's the word. That's great. Single serving body and blood of Christ. <laughs> you know, it's a single serve. And um, you can take a cup and take the bread is in another little cup. And then we'll be there to have it. You take it yourself. And then the bucket is there for the, uh, I don't know, what's the Christ's packaging? <laughs> I guess we would say put it right in there. And uh, that's how we're going to do communion. Also, it's traditional at our Easter service is that after you have communion, you come up and you splash water from the fountain of life, the living waters, onto those in your pot, and you say... Peace and life. Peace and life. And you bless each other with that. Now, all of this, of course, uh, is if you feel comfortable doing it. And uh, we think that uh, we checked with uh, Governor Waltz, gave him the particulars, he said it was perfect. So, um, but if you feel comfortable, please do only what you feel comfortable with. We are just so glad to have you all here. This is the House of Mercy and welcome to it. Please join me now in the prayer of invocation. God of mercy, our living has been limited this last year by the shadow of death. Some of us have felt like we were cramped in small, dark places. We have not always felt great freedom in our souls. We have lost people we love. We are ready for resurrection, ready to believe death has been defeated. Help us hear that it is true. Help us absorb it into our beings. Set our imaginations free. Give us life again and again. In the name of the risen creator and redeemer of life, amen. Amen. May the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Let's pass the peace to each other in some socially distant sort of way. All right. It's appropriate to be uh, celebrating with a little bit of a New Orleans theme because this is the end of a long period of time where they don't party so much down in Louisiana. Mardi Gras until Easter.
with my heart And it will always remain Like an ivy clinging vine Clings a little closer all the time To the ears and the tears Just the same I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart Nothing will tear it apart God let me turn to see You'll never see a change in me I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart Yes, God let me turn to see You'll never see a change in me I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart reading today is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16. This is the end of the sort of standard, earliest version of Mark as we think of it. Um, So here goes. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They'd been saying to one another, who'll roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He's been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he's going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Thanks be to God. It's so, so good to be here. Isn't it so good to be here? Yeah so good to be here, to be here together, in, to be in the presence of other humans, of other souls. It's so beautiful to be here. Isn't it beautiful? You're all so, so beautiful. Does it feel beautiful to be here? I know it feels beautiful to be here for me. Do you feel beautiful? I hope that each and every one of you feel as beautiful as you are. Mm -hmm. I hope you feel as beautiful as you are because it's Easter. Man, it is Easter. It's Easter. 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 A beautiful, groovy Easter. Yeah, the tomb is empty. The rock 
has been rolled and the death has been taken up into life. Beautiful, groovy, big, love life. Can you feel the beauty? Can you feel the big love? Can you feel the groovy? Can you feel the big love rebirth of creation, beautiful people? Can you feel it? Uh, that is how Brother Dr. Reverend Alexander Love began his Easter Sunday sermon at the Foster Street Tabernacle in downtown Los Angeles in 1968. My mom and dad had brought us there to hear him preach. Our whole church had driven the hour and a half from Ventura to downtown LA. Brother Dr. Reverend Alexander Love was a celebrity preacher. One of the first Jesus freak celebrity preachers. And I mean, he used to be the Reverend Dr. Alexander Jensen, pastor of LA's largest Presbyterian church, until he was moved by the Spirit, until he was caught up in the dawning of the age of Aquarius, turned on to the possibility of the now. He was one of many clergy and lay folk who were moved and who were more than happy to hear that there was more than the buttoned-up strictures of their 1950s conservative cultural religious lens. Not only could you eschew those strictures, but Jesus, Jesus, man, Jesus wanted you to eschew. Can you dig it? Well, he could. I was there to hear Brother Dr. Reverend Alexander Love's Easter Sunday sermon, but I was three years old. I know that I was there from family stories and from a few family snapshots that are notable not just because they capture the event, but because they capture the outfits my family were wearing to the event. I won't describe them in detail. Let me just say they were matching and they were out of sight. But I did, well, I don't remember it, I did find a black and white recording of the sermon and the whole scene on YouTube. Brother Dr. Reverend Alexander Love went on to say, on Easter morning, the sister disciples, they went to the tomb and they saw what was going down and they saw what was and always has been at the center of creation. They saw that Jesus had risen, that Jesus, the Word of God, who had been crucified by the machine, killed by those in power, you know, so they could like, you know, stay in power. They saw that the miracle at the center of creation, the resurrection, what Babylon could not keep down, they saw rebirth, rebirth 
recreation. Recreation, man, was built in to creation. You can't have creation without the recreation. It's woven into the fabric of all of creation. When the Word of God said, let there be, and gave birth to all creation, not only was there the air and the sea and the sun and the moon and every plant, a tree and bush and vine, all the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and everything that crawled upon the earth, every animal ever created, great and small, and every child of God. But when the Word of God spoke all into life, into all creation, that word whispered, recreation. When the word said birth, in the same breath, the word said rebirth. And if you think you don't know this beautiful truth already, beautiful people, beautiful brothers and sisters, let me tell you that you already do know that you do know. You've seen birth and death and rebirth. You've seen the buds and the flowers, the fruit and the harvest, the wither and the death. And you have seen the whole garden push up through the soil and take up the dead with it, reborn, creation, reconciling death, redeeming that which was brought down. We stand in the midst of recreation. The cycle of life bears witness to the ongoing resurrection of the word of big love. A love that cannot be stomped down by the injustice machine. It may look down, look down there, dead, on the ground, no life, but it only looks like that for a season. Because it will come up, get back up, be reborn, reconciling death to itself. Even before the empire crucified Jesus, the word of God spoke recreation into all that can be created. And all that, beautiful brothers and sisters, all that. That's the groovy of God. That's the groovy of God. Peace, love, mercy, and the groovy of God. Not that I noticed him when I was three, but even now, I mean, aside from there are a few theological gaps, I really like what Brother Dr. Reverend Alexander Love says. I like a lot of it. I like the, I guess, vibe, if you will. I love the idea that recreation is woven into all creation. That rebirth is intricate to creation. As birth is as intricate as death and birth. I mean, I want to believe, I want to live and believe that way. I want to believe that even if it sometimes seems like death and the powers of injustice have taken the day, 
that the arc of the moral universe is long but bends towards justice. But that quote puts me in mind of something. Something maybe that the love doctor didn't quite say. There's a few things that he leaves out in his rush to give us the groovy of God. That sermon that he preached, that Easter Sunday sermon in April of 1968, took place a week after the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, was shot and killed. And for that whole week leading up to that Easter Sunday, there were riots all across the country, neighborhoods burning in every major city. And it makes, makes me, it brings to mind that maybe the groovy of God ain't as groovy for everybody at the same time. For all that peace and love that was going down with the love doctor. There's something perhaps more profound in that rebirth, that reconciliation. You know, actually, today, April 1st, is the 53rd anniversary of Dr. King's assassination. Our scripture for today this resurrection account is one that mostly churches try to avoid because it ends like this. The angel says to the uh, sister disciples, go and tell all the disciples and Peter that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for they were afraid, and terror seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. It's not triumph. Fear is not only instinctual, but maybe something that preserves your life in the face of a powerful empire. They fled in fear and told no one because the Roman Empire was out looking for all the disciples. Even on the resurrection day, there was still fear. There was still terror. But the beautiful thing is the proclamation of recreation, the proclamation of death being taken up by overwhelming and abundant life did not stop 
because they told no one, did not stop because they were afraid. It's okay to be afraid in the face of the empire. But this story was never meant just to be the end. It's, it's the beginning. This is the story that helps us put down our hopelessness and pick up the hope. This is the story that we can take to the empire, that we can take wherever we go to know that we are on the side and we have the power of and the peace of the recreation that is woven into all of life. Can you dig it? Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I give them will never be thirsty. The water that I give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. On the night he was killed, Jesus took bread, gave thanks for it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples to eat, saying, take, eat. This is my body broken for you. Do this and remember me. And after supper, Jesus took the cup and gave the cup for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and shed for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this and remember me.
extravagant, living, never-ending love, Christ's radical mercy, and the revolutionary spirit of the resurrection go with you now and grant you peace. Amen. Amen. Oh, when the saints go 